Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to We Are Everyday People, Global Internet Radio Network, Unapologetically Black Liberal. This show is featuring Brother Dan Lee and myself, and I want to welcome Brother Dan Lee in. Dan, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing fine, man. Just trying to make sense of this craziness, man. <laughs> man, I've been, uh, I've really been kind of glued to the TV today. I haven't really, really focused so hard on, on news as, as much, you know, kind of lately. And, of course, every, all over the place is uh, all of a sudden we have uh, our mayor, well, uh, Chicago mayor, state's attorney, Edith Alvarez, and the, that police chief, McCarthy, seem to be fidgeting a little bit, man. What what, what was your take, uh, you know, if you were to kind of put this in a nutshell as far as the events taking place today? What was, what was kind of some of your reactions as things were taking place? Well, my first reaction was to throw up, so I fought that back. The second reaction was... Uh, I mean, you look at a TV, you don't expect to see bullshit flowing out of the speakers. <laughs> That's basically what that was, man. I mean, these cats, uh, some of the things they said about accountability and how they're growing, you know, and, and, and coming together with the community, they're simply not borne out by the facts. Now, you have the city of Chicago that leads 
at least from, from 2010 to 2014. That's all I've been able to look up today because I've been running running quite a bit today. But I looked up 2010 to 2014. Chicago has killed, Chicago police have killed more civilians than any other large city in the United States. That's a fact. Now, how is it then, with all these things and all this kumbaya is going on, that this is the first time any Chicago policeman has ever been charged with murder while in uniform. There was one other policeman charged with murder, but that's because he killed a homeless man, shot him in the head, executed him outside a restaurant, but he was out of uniform. This white cop with his black concubine, they were out on the town, and I guess he didn't like something the homeless man said, and he killed him. And he was the only I, other... I knew that guy. Yeah, you knew the guy? Okay. I, I, knew, uh, I knew Carl. Guy. I knew Carl. I knew Carl Blue, yeah, the guy that he killed. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh wow. wow. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay, man. But, but you know, the hypocrisy just just rolling off of these people. You know, I just posted a uh, another story. It happened. Uh, let's see. This is around November of 2013. This uh, Mr. Farmer. I forget. His, I don't have his first name in front of me. Mr. Farmer's family got a 4.1 million dollar settlement. But once again, the shooter, Geraldo Sierra, also shot this man 16 times because he mistook his cell phone for a gun. And where have you heard that before? I remember that one. And mm-hmm. shot him 16 times. It's on, it's on tape. And the same state's attorney, same mayor, same police chief. I think McCarthy been that since 2013. I'm not uh, 100% oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Pretty I'm sure he has been, but I don't want to take years, sure, so but. The same people yeah. were in place then, and this man, even though he was fired, has never been charged to this day. Now, you and I go out and kill and shoot somebody 16 times. What, what, what are the odds of us walking around free? On tape, I mean. Somebody unarmed. Oh, man. An unarmed man 16 times. And most of the bullets fly while the man is laying on the ground. This is not the first time this has happened in the city of Chicago. So these guys to get on there and pontificate and BS about you know how how things are getting better and we have to do 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 we have have to go through due process and the investigation this and investigation that I mean it's, it's disgusting is what it is I hate to go on but they just turn me off. What do you, what do you say yeah. about man? This, this is this, this the first thing that I I I, was, I got pissed off today. I almost had to. I didn't apologize for my language, but I just said you're going to excuse me. This is my timeline, pretty much. But mm-hmm. when I heard that they were charging this man today, especially after what we saw happen with Dante Serwin, this state's attorney Anita Alvarez, who has to go, mm-hmm. deliberately mischarged him with for yeah. manslaughter, knowing that they couldn't get that. Even the judge said that they couldn't get that, but they could have gotten murdered. She's doing the same yeah. thing now. How in the hell? Now maybe maybe you can help me. Somebody can help me say how in the hell are you going to try to charge this man with first degree murder? How do you prove premeditation that he planned to do this? The fix is in. Yeah, that is a very difficult, a very difficult charge. Yeah, it, it almost seems like they're doing it on, on purpose. Again. Yeah. Again, yeah. but you know they might get him on a premeditation uh, when they shot. Maybe the back shots might help. Maybe the fact that he emptied his gun, maybe the fact that he was the only police officer on the scene, maybe the fact that he had 18 other brutality complaints against him, uh, maybe the fact that one of his fellow officers had to stop him from reloading and continuing to shoot this man. All of these may come into play, 
But what scares me about this whole case is the fact that they, uh, it's another bench trial. So you got one man sitting in judgment of one man who probably has all kind of connections to the to the law enforcement community, and that does not bode oh, well. That doesn't oh, bode oh, well at all. Yeah, they're, they're all in together, and Anita Alvarez is, is an extension of that, and so is the police chief. These people, I sit there, when they had this news conference day, news conference, I could have just turned the TV down, and, and I would have heard just as much as they were saying because they didn't say a damn thing. It's like, what you, you know, don't quit insulting. Stop and, and for a second there, what really got me, I don't know if anybody even noticed it, but it's like uh, Larry Manuel found a second to find something funny. Oh, yeah, well. Uh, and I'm not I saying, what the I, I don't. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, he, 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 he just snickered at some, uh, McCarthy was answering questions and uh, Ron was behind him. But I'm saying under the circumstances here, the, the best of jokes should not have gotten a giggle out of it today, but it just... Yeah. These people, they don't take us seriously as a people. They really they don't. don't because they, they know that the minute that they release a few million dollars, a lot of us uh, look at that as justice. That is one of the biggest problems that we have as a people, that every single time, almost every single time, when they get these settlements, and if somebody is fired, and I say if with a big I and a big F, if somebody is fired, we seem to be content with that. Oh man, he got paid. Uh, man, look at all that money he could have the rest of his life. Blah 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 blah. You know, and, and to me that 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 irritates the hell out of me. No other I, I, no I other people would settle for that. No other people would settle for that garbage. But for some reason, a lot I, I of us seem to think. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I just oh. I just hope the people will eventually wake up on one of these because, I mean, this is right smack dab in the face, man. If if, if you can't see what they are doing. And the games they are mm-hmm. playing, and neither Alvarez, that little sorry ass uh, bloodhound face of hers. Uh, I, I don't know yeah. if she wants sympathy or what, but uh, you know she's full of shit, man. She has to go. Anita Alvarez, Gary McCarthy, Mary Manuel, they have to go. Period. And, and only what, what only way that's going to happen is if some some of us wake up, because all the people that voted for Emmanuel will probably vote for Alvarez, and that. This is sickening. And we have a great state's attorney candidate here, a lady named Kim Fox. Yeah, I went I went to a meeting and read with her about a week ago. Yeah, I went to a meeting and read with her about, uh, yeah, about a week or two, about two weeks ago. Yeah, she's the real deal. And if, if she can't get support of the black community against this woman who has been openly hostile to justice uh, as, as it relates to us, I, I, I don't know what's going to become of us as a people, especially in Chicago, because for some reason we got this mentality that, that uh, we feel safer under the rule of certain people, regardless of what they do to us. And it, it happens over and over and over. And I, I just don't know what to say anymore. I get tired well, of begging it, people. I'm going to push it on my show. Say, say again now. I'm going to push it on my show as often. I'm going to push it on my show as often as I can that she has to go. The three of them have to go uh, until yeah. they're gone. And if they they stay, I'll just shut up and tell everybody else they need to shut up. But what, what do you make of the mayor? He said in the press conference today that uh, he made reference to him not saying that. Is that believable to you? Actually, I didn't hear all of, all of it because I was in and out. But if he said okay. that, that has to be a joke. He yeah, he, if he said that, that, that is just... That that's insulting. It doesn't get any more insulting than that. Uh, you mean you mean to tell me 
that you were a party in making the decision not to show the video, but yet you have not seen it? Does that make any sense to you at all? I mean, the judge had to make you show the damn thing. How did you? How do? How do you feel that it was going to start unrest if you haven't seen it? What he says is, is ridiculous on his face. And what else gets me is that had if had the judge not made that move, they wouldn't have said a damn yep. thing. We just sit. It would have just faded like cigarette smoke. Just faded around. Wouldn't have said a damn thing. Now they want to come out and get all fidgety. Now they want to try to fire Dante's servant. You know, the horse is gone, man. The horse is gone out the barn. I don't care what if they do the right Firing thing. Firing Dante's servant is not. Justice. I don't exactly. care about it. Exactly. Yeah, okay, fire him. If we, you and I commit murder, we, we, we lose more than our job. He needs to get what everyone else gets when they commit that kind of crime. That is the problem. That's why, they have, that's why Black Lives Matter came into existence. There is no accountability for those in uniform that commit crimes. That is the bottom line. If people can't figure that out, and then every time they, a black person kills a black person, they want to jump all over Black Lives Matter like they're supposed to stop all that. But that's not their function. There are other groups out there that, that deal with that. Everybody stay in their lane. We can get something done. But no, we got Negroes out here saying, well, we need to be worried about all them people. Get, okay, yeah, I understand that's a problem, but that's not what they're there for. They are there to get justice for everyone. And if people can't figure that out, to hell with them. And let's let's not be let's not forget that. And I I, I heard all this today. I, I wrote a lot of notes out here. I got them all scattered around. And I'm looking mm-hmm. at one here that uh, they tampered with the Burger King some, some a video, the surveillance videos, and uh, they, they they erased what about eighty something minutes of the surveillance. Yeah. Now if that's not 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 if they if you can have a Watergate, then we 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 need a Burger King gate. I mean somebody needs to be uh, held accountable for tampering with evidence. And how many times has that happened over the years? We just had, in the United States of America, the first prosecutor ever to be uh, convicted of uh, uh, prosecutorial misconduct. Now, think about that one for a minute. Now, this is nationally. I forget what state it was in, and they got him on some technicalities. But of all the cases that we know of, this is the first time a prosecutor has ever been convicted of messing with evidence, hiding evidence, uh, tampering with evidence, withholding evidence, and so on and so forth. I mean, this system is I so believe amazing. that guy was in Texas. I believe it that guy was been. Texas you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it might be. But, you know, you, you look at these numbers. Yeah, you look at those yeah, numbers, and then you see the complete lack of justice over the over the centuries and and then you get a, a dog and pony show like this, complete with Negro ministers and everything right there, side by side with him. Always, you know, it's, always. I mean, it's enough to turn your stomach, really. It truly is. Yeah, they're always flying by a couple of Negroes. Anytime you see a press conference, you know you're going to have a Negro on the right or the left, or if not both. Or both. You will definitely have one there. Yeah. Standing there, dripping chitlin' from their lips. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who the other guy was. I saw Walter Burnett. I didn't recognize the other uh, Negro there. Well, I know he. Uh, there was a meeting with some of the ministers in, uh, earlier. Uh, with, it might have been yesterday or earlier today. And one of those quote-unquote ministers was Corey, the rooftop Brooks. I mean, you know, some of the cats they call in on these things, they always get the ones they know they can control. 
So, you know, I, I have absolutely, wow. you know, that press conference was as bogus as they come. It really it was. was. Bogus, it, what it really I thought. Shows, if, 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 you, if you're even half awake, let me, by the way, say if anybody wants to call in, the number is 718 And I'll say again, I'm going to make it a point to keep repeating it over and over again that those three need to go. Uh, well, you know, they when uh, what is that cat? Uh, oh, okay, the uh, police chief when all those when those black aldermen demanded he be fired, he pretty much told him to kiss my ass. You know him and the mayor. Oh yeah, absolutely nothing yeah. came of it. Yeah. So yeah, with a straight face. Yeah, but he can't see. They can't do the the, the average citizen can't do a thing with the uh, police chief. But we had a chance to get to get the mayor. We didn't. We got a chance coming up next year to get rid of Alvarez. Will we? We shall see. I want to see how many Negroes that are in elected office, how many uh, so-called pastors and ministers support this woman after all, after, after all the time she has slapped slapped us in the face over and over again. But the Howard Morgan case and others, and the one I just mentioned with uh, Geraldo, uh, Geraldo Sierra. You know, this is not the first time she's trying to pretend that this has ever happened, and nobody's putting any pressure on her. And the and the corporate media is really falling down in this job on these things. They, well, you know, if they, Alvarez was reelected, if Alvarez was reelected, I probably have done. Uh, I probably just there's plenty of things to talk about, but uh, it, Chicago politics and issues there won't be one of them. You know, hmm. this is this is an opportunity. This is it for me. Show me something. Yeah, we, we if we don't get up if we don't get up on this, I don't know I don't know what it's gonna take. So you know, now, I've said this year I've said this the last four or five elections. I am, why do we always have to beg us to get out and vote? I don't understand that. Why do we have to beg us to do that? It's, 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 well, because it's like us, I'm not trying to be <laughs> I ain't trying to be funny, but I I'm just saying, you know, I guess I I, I guess uh, you know, you know, just Leave it to Jesus, and he's he gonna take care of it. You know, I guess yeah. that's where you know too many people's head is, man. Consciously or subconsciously, man, just leave it in the hands of the Almighty and uh, pray. And uh, you know, what do you need to vote for if that's gonna work for you? We're in all this praying we've been doing five hundred years, and we ain't got a goddamn thing. So mm-hmm. anyway, I just wanted to get that out. <laughs> you know, urgent. Believe me, I, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. Oh boy. Let me let me ask you this, man. Uh, I, I've been, and, and I haven't been joking. I'm gonna just say Ben Carson, man. This this, this brother. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean and to laugh. Yeah, and I haven't been joking. I, I haven't been trying to be sarcastic or facetious, brother. But he is mentally ill, man. He ain't got it all. You know, there's a strong case to be made for that. A very strong case. Some folks get really upset when I talk about Carson, but. Yes, and I said, okay, refute what I said. Explain what he said to me then. Why y'all? Why you joining them white folks jumping on Ben Carson? Because Ben Carson is his own worst enemy. Either Ben Carson is the is the craziest, most crafty fool you ever saw, and it's just, in my opinion, I think he's in this for the money. That's what I think because I cannot see him being as dumb as he portrays himself to be when he comes out and makes these public statements. Some of the stuff that he says is just straight-up stupid and it's ignorant. Some people get mad at me for saying that. I don't give a damn. 
prove me wrong. I think I think that man put everything he had into his neurosurgery. Everything which made him which made him so great. I think every piece of whatever common sense and intelligence some little bitch had, he put it in somebody else's brain. Put it in the work of somebody else's brain. <laughs> Same thing that when he get when he when he got down, he didn't have a damn thing left for himself. He has a mental problem, mm-hmm. man. Even if he's going for the money, then he has two problems: the money and a mental problem. But the mental problem yeah. is part of the equation. Oh, he got a he got a hustler, you know, in charge of his campaign now, Armstrong Williams. Oh, Are you into that? No. Yeah, that's that's I didn't one know of the that. big. Yeah, that's his that's his uh, mentor in this campaign. And that, oh, he's already been busted, you know, for the same kind of thing we're talking about. He's already been busted, oh. uh, taking money in campaign, yeah. you know, irregularities. So that's his yeah, mentor. No so those two. Hmm. No child left behind. He was uh, he was shaking that down. He was doing something with that. That's why I think he lost. Uh, a yeah, that's what it was. You're absolutely right. No child left behind. Years ago. Yeah. Yep. Armstrong. So he was ripping off, boy, ripping off kids way before. He was ripping off children way before Barbara Bird Bennett was. Way before, and he's still walking free, and that and that's yeah. in uh, Carson's campaign. So the two of them, uh, they just taking conservatives' money. So 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 be it. But I cannot believe he's serious about actually trying to be president with his with his with his level of ignorance. It's just stunning. Well, what's like, even man. more crazy than that is the fact that people are supporting this Donald Trump and uh, the well, man he's doing it. This, this is nothing but this is nothing but a game to him. It's like a monopoly game, Parcheesi. Just a power game, a mm-hmm. game of chess. He, he, oh. And did uh, you see he made that comment about the the brother who got uh, assaulted yeah. by, at the meeting? Yeah. He said, well, maybe he should have been roughed up. Come on, man. Yeah, because you know. because he was being, being obnoxious. And my answer to that was, if being obnoxious is a standard for getting your ass kicked, why are you still standing there unscarred? <laughs> I mean, you, he, if, there's, if there's anyone out there more obnoxious than – the two most obnoxious people out there to me are Trump and Cruz. Those two are just 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 they rubbed me the wrong way, completely. Now Cruz is the one Cruz and the one that made that stupid ass statement to Obama talking about what, or whatever what it was. Come say it to my face. Say it to my face. You want to say that? Now say yeah, it. Come on, you trying to get project? You trying to get a little yeah. up in here with that bullshit, man? Come on, man. What? Uh, and then what he was upset about didn't even happen. That was the pathetic part about it. It never happened because uh, Cruz was never mentioned by name. He just mentioned some of the ridiculous proposals that they were coming up with about Syrian refugees and stuff. And uh, Cruz took it personally and started talking all this smack and said the president of the United States shouldn't be out there uh, saying things against his fellow countrymen and his fellow office holders while he's on foreign foreign soil, completely forgetting about the fact that he and all of it, despite all all of his Republican colleagues, uh, invited Netanyahu here and signed a letter trying to sabotage the Iran peace deal they're trying to come up with, non-nuclear proliferation deal. And they deliberately sabotaged it. They've been trying to sabotage it along with Netanyahu and the Republicans, which is basically treason and sedition. And you talk about somebody else saying something on foreign soil, you have actively engaged in those in those punishable offenses, even though nobody's charging you with it. But never before in the history of the United States has uh, Congress gone around the president and whatnot invited a foreign head of state here to talk against a treaty that was in the process of being negotiated when they did this. 
Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, you talk about uh, foreign soil. Now, what could be worse than that? They just don't. I mean, the people and, and nobody, the media didn't call them on it. They just basically, oh, he's getting feisty. I'm like, man, you all are just beyond stupid. And speaking media, of Cruz, yeah, and speaking of Cruz, I just ran across a ran across a little item. Uh, some some armed some uh, Cruz's armed supporters are surrounding mosque now. They going up. They going around mosques with their guns and standing around looking for trouble. Well, isn't that Christian? That, you know, we had those we had those black people, uh, folks black today. Oh, yesterday. really? I didn't know about that one. You didn't hear about that? A white white supremacist, and and they were they were around. I saw a young lady, a real intelligent black lady, talking to CNN. Who was saying that they believe the uh, police was a part of uh, of that action, and the CNN news reporter was trying to say, "Oh, well, you know, the bills were some very." He's trying to put her in the corner. Some very serious allegations, and the girl said, "She, I know what they are, pretty much, and uh, we're gonna stand by." And she stood her ground. Mm-hmm. And I was proud of the young lady. I said, "You know, it's amazing how 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 the, the, the ladies can stand up sometime and and take it to them yeah, you know, know. in a way that uh, even the brothers can." But yeah, five yeah. Uh, Black Lives uh, Black Lives Matters members uh, were shot in Minneapolis. It's uh, history. Oh yeah, it's, I see it now. You can Google it. It's right there. Yeah, it's right there. It, yeah, they and, arrested uh, some suspects. Okay. And, uh, it just, it just. I mean, you, you know, where we at, man? I mean, this is. Uh, it's gonna get worse. Well, I've said it. That's all I know. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm not a young man again because I probably end up in a jail somewhere. I mean, some of this stuff, I get well, so pissed off sometimes, man. I just want to get out there in the middle of this mess sometimes. But I know I, they need some young blood in this one. This is I, I'll help on the sidelines, but I don't necessarily want to go on the, on the front lines unless it's absolutely necessary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, on the one hand, I wish for one thing. On the other hand, I know if I got what I wish, how how devastating and tragic yeah. it would be for many uh, innocents of us. So I tend to exactly. stay, stay away from it. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. uh, you know, I, I can I can appreciate the mile mile, you know, and uh, – yeah, I mean, just yeah. like uh, just like they can walk around, the cops can walk around with wristbands and T-shirts talking about I am uh, uh, what's your brother's name and and the uh, Darren Wilson, I am Darren Wilson. Yeah. Now we right. have a damn fit if we got T-shirts and saying that I am Chris Donner. You know, if, if people, if black yeah. people would to get uh, T-shirts and wristbands saying that, man, they would fucking me up. So, you know it. But you know uh, that's just that's just the hypocrisy, man. Yeah, I mean, because. Uh, like I said, I, I can I can appreciate the mile mile. I can respect uh, what they, their mentality based on uh, what was happening to them. <laughs> yeah, uh, wishful thinking. Yeah, wishful thinking. And, and that's all that's all that can be because I'm not gonna go there because I'm not gonna uh, I wouldn't want to uh, preset. Uh, you know, I think of some time, but I'm realistic too. And the best thing for us to do really is realistic is the way we're doing it. But we got to stick together to do that. You know, we got to vote. We don't even do that because I guess we're waiting on Jesus. And I'm just being serious. I'm it's going to be a long, that's a long wait, ain't it? Yeah, long ass wait. You've been waiting. Long wait. Yeah, we ain't got a damn thing. Have nothing. Uh, do you think that Bernie Sanders has a chance, man? Well, I, from the beginning, I said basically I think he's there to push everybody to the left. Because I knew with the name socialist on his name, with the ignorance people have about socialism and democratic socialists, of which, by the way, Martin Luther King and... Uh, uh, Nelson Mandela were also a democratic socialist. As long as he had that name, has that name, 
is going to have trouble getting traction and money from some, certain people. You know, I'm, I'm talking about the corporate interests. He'll get a lot of individual donations and stuff, but he has done, to me, he's served his purpose is pushing Hillary to the left. That's just me. I don't, I don't think he's going to, he has a chance of being nominated unless something really happens. And if something happens to Hillary, I think then Joe Biden would get in because they don't want Bernie Sanders because he's too anti-corporate, even for the Democrats. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I think you're right, but I, I, uh, I, I love him though. Don't think he has a chance, but yeah, I, I wish we, we, we need a, if we can get a, 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 we need a single president, which we ain't got no kids, no wife, we don't give a damn, and I ain't scared to die. <laughs> you know, we just, <laughs> you know, we need a pit bull, man. The Republicans have pit bulls. We have wimps. We have lap dogs, man. Nobody can even stand up and, and protect protect the president. So, no, they really leave him long, out there by himself pretty much. That's why I'm glad to see him. As I, as you may have noticed, I call it, I call it his kiss my ass tour. And I'm so glad yeah, to see him doing this. As he's smacking them yeah. left and right. You don't give a damn what they think and how they think it. You know, I just wish we had, you know, some people to back him up. It's just a handful of them that every now and then say something. Either that or the corporate media is not, is not. Uh, reporting it because I have heard some of them say, well, we say this and we said that and we supported them on this, but it never makes it to the news media. But everything that the uh, Republicans and the tea, tea baggers oppose him on always makes it to the news media. Always. So I think that's part of it also. Cause I really, I know that people like Jim Clyburn, Clyburn and a few others have been in this corner from day one. And I've heard some of the things they've said. Uh, on some shows, but it never makes it to the mainstream media. So oftentimes we assume that because we didn't hear it, it didn't happen. You know, like they say, yeah. if a tree yeah. falls in the forest, does it make a sound when nobody's there? It's the same thing. Yeah. Yep. I hear you. I hear you. But, uh, Dan, we have a caller want to come on and join in. We have a couple sure. of callers on. We have one who's ready to join in. And uh, we'll bring on this brother who, uh, brother... Jimmy Williams, how you there, brother Jeff? Yeah, I'm here. How you guys doing, man? Oh, doing well, bro. Doing well. I just made it in. I missed the first part of the show, but I'm gonna go back in the archives and listen to it. Um, one thing, yeah, Dan, I, I, I love your work on uh, Facebook, man. I read you all the time. And um, yeah, yeah, man. I, one, we go back and forth on, on some issues, but most of it, we on the same page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna um, 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 say this about uh, segregation. Desegregation, mm-hmm. and and I want to get your opinion on it. To me, I feel that's one of the worst things that happened to black folk, because we gave up political power, economical power. Um, I mean, and we gave up the family structure, we gave up the classes. I mean, we fell into the classes, the the have and the have nots, and we gave up a lot of territory in terms of uh, who can come in and sell what to us. What do you feel about reversing that to the point where we can start by trying? Now, uh, Keith brought up a minute ago about the church thing. Mm-hmm. Keep angry at church people or pastors. I, I, just, I, I hate their lack of involvement when it comes to the black yeah. community. I hate it with yeah. a passion. That's what yeah. I hate. I don't hate their God, their John Travolta. I don't hate none of that stuff. I just hate the non-involvement to the community where uh, it should be a priority in terms of them. They, our best minds have left. Our, our money has left. Um, they, they're, they're killing our teachers in terms of uh, teaching our own kids. 
Absolutely. You know, um, you know, and 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 we just get to vote for these politicians that comes in and give our turkeys every year. And oh, then please. The pastors, the pastors let them into the pulpit. Yep. To tell them crap, give them turkeys, but then they don't want to think on their own and say, well, why is he bringing this man in every year or every three or four years to talk to us? You know, it's like a psychological game that they've been that that they're into that makes that pisses me off. People look at me and say, "Oh, well, what's wrong with you? Why are you so angry?" I'm pissed off because you assholes don't want to get involved with the black community. Okay, I, I, that's that's my rant for for the night. Go ahead. No, it was a good rant, brother. But you know, uh, a wise person once said, I forget who said that, that most black folks uh, in the United States of America that have made it quote-unquote, you know, middle class on up, so to speak, have no interest in overthrowing the system. They want to make a better place in that system for themselves. That is the biggest problem right there. Hmm. They want to make it better for them and theirs. So hence you get these, you know, the people that, the educated ones, not all of them, of course, I'm not, I don't want to paint everyone with a broad brush, but uh, right, right, that's pretty right. much what has, ha- what has happened. That's why you, it's so rare when you see somebody, you know, of means and somebody of uh, with power and somebody with notoriety reach back the way a few of them have. You know, you can just about count them on your hand, on your fingers, you know, over the years. But most of them, they get in there and they basically they're there to secure their own best interests. That is the biggest problem that we have right now. And then some of them are just outright hostile to most of us. Some of them figure they're better than most of us, and we deserve uh, whatever we get from the police or, or from the economic system or whatever because, you know, we're not worthy. Or in some cases, we're not, we don't pray hard enough or we're not Christian enough and all this other nonsensical stuff that I've heard over the years. That's just, you know, my own take on it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good take, you know. I like that's true. Stuff like that, you know. I, we got another. I'm just, we got another. I'm sorry. Go, go ahead, ahead Brother Jim. We, no, but you go ahead. Finish that. We got another caller, but we'll we'll go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Get in. No, I just wanted to say this. Um, it's not anger. It's passion. It's gotcha. it's not it's not it's not being vile or or being uh, hostile. It's just mm-hmm. a sense of me wondering when the how about to say fuck. When the hell are you guys gonna get <laughs> the hell up? Okay, well, yes, the first yes. word was more appropriate, but I got you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for bringing me on. I'm feeling man. that word, brother. I'm feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother Jim. Thanks a lot for calling, man. Okay, Keith. All right, thanks for calling, thanks man. Let's face with you. Y'all stay All right, now. Yeah. All right. We have another caller. Looks like uh, this is a private number. Somebody don't want me to know what their last four digits is, but that's okay. Uh, maybe it's a okay. uh, police attendant. Maybe it's Anita Alvarez. Maybe, maybe she's a listener. Let's see. Yeah, please. Uh, it's uh, Gary McCarthy. Who's getting the Yeah. Yeah. We'll see who, who do we have? What's the How are you doing today? Hello. Hello, Miss Hager. This Hacker. is. I've called in before, and uh, I remained anonymous. Is it okay if I do that this time? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. With a voice like that, you can do whatever you want to do. Oh, wow. Thanks. <laughs> Listen, I, I was content on just listening. I, I really was until I heard the brother say. He put a disclaimer out. He said, I'm not angry with the church. Mm-hmm. I don't hate their God. And and I just had to put my hand up after he said that because I, I, I realized probably a year ago that I had a light bulb moment. And when he just said that, 
it it brought it all back rushing towards me, you know, that light bulb moment. And I remember I, I debated some brothers on uh, religion, and I said to them that my research has led me to know, not believe, but to know that religion is the tool that has broken the mind of black folks. It's also the tool that has been used to keep us Mm -hmm. broken and subjugated. Mm -hmm. And when I look back over over time, that same tool was used uh, by the Jewish man to start the Arab slave trade when they talked about Canaan. And 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 if you all will remember, they apologized and they took that out of uh, the Torah, if you will, out because it used to say that uh, the black man and woman were cursed. Uh, Canaan's uh, children yes. would right. have nappy hair and red eyes, and that his penis would be elongated, and that they loved thievery and lying. I mean. When I when I research this, I find that that same old tool is being used today, because this black preacher man in Northern America, he is the new missionary that colonizes Africa, Creflo Dawa, and and oh. um, what is this brother's uh, this this man's name um, Eddie Long? They go over oh. to they go over to Africa, Ghana, Nigeria, Zimbabwe with that old excuse me. Bullshit, and they've got the African's mind contaminated with that same old tool. So they don't send the white missionary anymore to fill the people up with yeah. um, this old fake doctrine. Now mm-hmm. they send the black preacher man over there and tell him build a hospital and do this. And what they are doing, they are robbing the folks blind. And and now yes, when you are. watch the Nollywood movies, they got that old pasty face white Jesus on the wall. I, so I feel like crying when I see that, you guys. I, I'm not. I'm just gonna keep it real. When I see that in Ghana, I, I feel like crying. So I guess what I want to say to the brother is, don't put a disclaimer out here. It's okay if you dislike the church because these people get jumbo loans. We 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 need to know how they getting all these loans. When the diligent black man, businessman, can't even get a loan for a building to house his business, but they can get jumbo loans for a mega uh, uh, million uh, uh, seating churches, mega churches, whatever they call these uh, yeah. agencies of yeah. perception. You're right. yeah. They get now. When I say jumbo loan, I trust me. I know what I'm talking about. They combine two loans. A construction loan, and then there's another jumbo loan on top of that. Wow. You know, major amounts of dollars are poured into these churches. And, we and no taxes. For the community. No, oh taxes. God, no yeah, taxes. No taxes. Yeah, no taxes. Yeah. That's and a, that's you know a double. They, you know what they call, they call them blessings. But, but look Offering at this. During Hurricane yeah. Katrina, during Hurricane yeah. Katrina, none of them would open a door to the people in a 501c3 under the auspices of 501c3. You're supposed to open the door to the people. When the when the Jews were being persecuted in Germany and the Catholic Church didn't open their doors, the Catholic Church was supposed to excommunicate Hitler because and the Pope Pius XV because he was supposed to do what? Allow the people to come into the church 
to have refuge, you know, from torture and murder. So what am I saying here? These churches didn't open a door or a parking lot to the people who were suffering uh, as a result of of a catastrophe, and they don't offer anything by way of upward mobility, economic um, studies, or anything for the people in the community. So well, don't I, limit it to I, Katrina. I don't limit it to Katrina because most churches don't open their doors through the week in the United States, period. Well, Hello? I, they, yeah. okay, but you say they don't open their doors. You mean to their parishioners because they do? They're up I mean, in to there. the community they're, itself, you know what I'm saying? I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, people, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Well, when you read the the um, agreement and the what do you, uh, articles of incorporation of the 501c3, the community has access to the facility. That would be nice. I, I think people have. just don't understand it. They just don't know that. Yeah. Well, well a lot of people anyway. seem to. A lot of people seem to think that the church belongs to the pastor or something instead of to the members and to the community. Uh, exactly. But that, that it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be exactly. that way. But that seems to be the way it is. They're like intimidated. They're intimidated by those mega those mega church people, especially. Yes, sir. Well, I always yes, felt when, when it comes to those mega churches, I've always felt that if, if they have people tied in all this money, then they should have a, a, a share of stock within that, w- within whatever it is you want to call it, what, what, what the heck they have. You know, uh, you got Joe Lowe a dollar and yeah. Jake's with all these multi-million dollar houses and the people who are giving them right. money, don't have, you know, many of them don't have a damn thing. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, how do you feel? I mean, I wonder how they feel that they're taking the bus and the, the man that they're they're giving their money to is in a jet plane. Think about that one for a moment. It's, it's sick, man. Anonymous, you, I'm going to give you the last word. We got another call. We'll give you the last word if you want to take. Well, the other Hello? thing I wanted to elaborate on real, real quick, like, was that the other thing he said was integration and how it hurt us. Uh, economically, uh, socially, emotionally. And and I wanted to say this other thing I realized real quickly, and I'd like for you guys to elaborate on it. I realized that we as black folk, we need a lesson uh, in nationality, race, creed, and genetics. Because I think if we understand that, we can understand where we are in this culture and worldwide. I hear so many people saying, "Yeah, but they're Caucasian, and they're like, like they're saying the the um, the the um, refugees, if you will, from Syria, that um, they're white people, and and you know they're going to be treated differently. Yeah, they are going to be treated differently, but here's the thing: they're not white. They are Caucasians. They are Caucasus Asians. So there's a difference in between the Caucasian." the European, and the white man. And there's a pecking order in all of them. They understand that they come from one another, that they are Neanderthal, this is not a negative thing, and that we are not. And so no matter what goes on on this earth, um, they are still aligned against us some kind of way. They may not like one another, but when it comes to us, they get together and they come together and they commune and they're able to deal with us accordingly. I'd like to know what you all think about that. 
I totally agree. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I totally agree. I, can't I, I find mean, anything it's the world. And that, that's every that's every other race that come together uh, at our disposal. I mean, if it wasn't for us, we're the best thing that happened to other races because if it wasn't for us, they'd be killing each other. But they can always find common ground, you know, around uh, disenfranchising us. You know, so I, I, that, I agree. The thing that really bugs me about this whole setup is we're basically the fuel for the engine. We're expendable. We put everything that we have into their endeavors, and it just drives me insane. I, I, I don't even know what to say about it sometimes because people get all upset and, you know, like you're trying to pee on a parade, sorry about that or whatever, and they cornflakes, when you even bring up these things. It's so difficult to get a, a serious conversation on some of these issues because everybody seems, uh, not everybody, but many people seem to be into their bliss state and, and, and are, are pretty content with whatever whatever things come their way and don't seem to see the injustices that are swirling around all of us. It's, it's, it's maddening. I mean, going back to the missionary thing, that phrase, first the Bible, then the bullet, did not come out of midair. That is, that's that's the formula. That's the formula. Always has been. It's been that way ever uh, since recorded history. When it comes uh, to to relations between the races, you soften yeah, soften your head up with the Bible, and then they come in with the bullets, and that's it. That's that's the way it is. Anonymous, thanks for calling in. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. You're very welcome. Well, so I'm going to continue to oh, listen. Okay. Is that okay? Not Absolutely. Hang on in there, and uh, we'll, we'll look forward to calling again. Thank you. Keep, okay. keep passing out that knowledge because you, you got it. You are a very intelligent person. Absolutely. You, you had me. Well, you know what? You there for a minute. I, I, I love to hear her call W E O N. They, they probably cut her off after ten seconds. You know. Yeah. Well, but, you know, sometimes uh, they I'm sure because I'm mild tonight. So yeah, you're right. They would cut me off. <laughs> but I, I'm just gonna hang down in here and listen to you all. And, and when you yeah. get a chance, okay. can you please explain to me what the what the black uh, unapologetic liberal is when you get a chance. So I know you got to take other callers, but I, okay. I, I want to understand it. Not sure. a problem. We'll cover it. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay. We're going to bring on uh, brother here. We're going to bring on brother. Come on, sister. Come on. Okay. Brother Carl Sanderson. Brother Carl, are you with us? Yes. I'm here. How you doing? Uh, What's Dan? going on? Can hey, you... brother. All right, everything's okay. I was just reflecting. I was laughing out loud. I was reflecting on on the young lady. Yeah, she is. She is intelligent. You yes, know, she, she is. Mentioned a couple of, yes, yes, she is. She mentioned a couple of things. Things I wish I had her on too. I can sort of uh, respond on what she was saying. Uh, she mentioned about Pope Pius and doing mm-hmm. World War Two, and see what happened with Pope Pius maybe about 12, 13 years ago, he was up for sainthood. And, boy, you know those Jews came out against Pope Pius because, you know, during that time he wouldn't let them in the churches. He wouldn't hide, yeah. uh, the, you know, he wouldn't hide the Jews. And also, did you know this, that he that he told uh, the United States that I don't want those black soldiers coming in, coming in Toronto and Italy liberating this country. So he wanted to keep the black soldiers out because he was he feared that the black soldiers was coming on to the, they was going to be having the women. In which they yeah. you know, they was going to do that anyway, just like they did well, in he Germany. Was late for that, and, ain't he? and all over. 
Yeah, of course he was. And so, a little bit late, you know, brother. Yeah, coming out. What? See, the Jews they came out against Pope Pius. He and he he didn't make uh, sainthood. I remember seeing a program on sixty Minutes, and they tried to come out and sneak him in. Or the Italians they tried to come out and sneak him in the sainthood, and the Jews came out big time, and they stopped. They say he doesn't deserve to be in sainthood because he allowed too many Jews to be uh, persecuted and killed and and put on those boss carts, you know. And yeah, also, Carl, I, ask you a question because I don't know a lot about the popes themselves. Is this okay. the same pope that blessed the uh, the Italian troops, uh, Mussolini and them, when they were coming over to Mustagas, Somalia? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, it is. That was him. That's okay, I thought so. Yes, that's pope Pius, the most heinous, oh, yeah. heinous. This use is of a religion you will ever see. You're going to bless oh, some man. people going over to drop mustard gas on defenseless civilians. And he sure that's did right. that. Yes, that's him, Pope Pius. And, and another thing I wanted to touch on, and here's, and here's the thing. Okay, yes, the inter- we wanted to integrate with the system of the United States. Now, it started with um, Jackie Robinson when he integrated he was the first black in 1947-48 to play baseball. It was a bad thing because right after that, they got um, Campanelli, Roy Campanelli, and a lot of other mm-hmm. blacks started coming in playing yeah. baseball. And then it messed up and it screwed up the black Negro League. It screwed yep. it all the way up because they took all the ball players. And not only that, you know, we wanted to then – in the, in the early 60s and stuff, when we was pushing the civil rights and whatnot, you know, that we wanted to integrate into society. We wanted to uh, vote all over the country and stuff. And, and we did that. Now we did that. We did all that. Now look at we, look at us now. We still haven't <laughs> accomplished much. But, but no, on that, on that subject much. that you're on, mm-hmm. you know, about the Negro League, uh, right. the first thing I wanted to say is, Thousands of people, black people, were put out of work because we had our own parks, our own concessions, our own bus Absolutely. companies and all that that were servicing this entire network of teams for the benefit Absolutely. of a handful of athletes. That's number one. That's right. Um, number right. two, Jackie Robinson was not the first black man in the in the major leagues. There was a man called Moses Wood Walker back in the early 1919s or 20s, right around in there, that was actually the first black player that played there. Only, he only play, played part of a season. But that that is one of the uh, things that they put out there. Uh, Jackie Robinson was not the first black player in the major leagues. Okay. But when he okay. when he came in and got he got hurt, he batted about two twenty. He was a catcher. He was a good catcher, but he wasn't much of a hitter. And when he got hurt and got out of the league, they got together and said no more black players. And that's why it was twenty something years, thirty years before Jackie Robinson got a chance. Oh man, yeah, man. You know, yeah. You know, Ty Cobb. He played for Detroit. Yeah. Exactly. He was a big time. He was a exactly. Big, he hated. He hated black. He said, "I'm not." Even in the '40s, when they started, he said, "No blacks on this team in Detroit." And you know, I'm. He was a big time racist. Ty Cobb. He was a huge. As, 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 yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. As, as, speaking as of the ball speak, player, he was. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the Negro mm-hmm. League, I'm gonna tell you. I, I'm, I, anybody listening, and I know Dan, you've been there, man. But if you you, you need to get to Kansas City and check out oh, that love it. Uh, Negro love League. It. Hall of Fame, man. That was an excellent exhibit. And right next door was a Jazz Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. That is a nice, that's a nice little area right there. And, and yeah, the clean up. 
Yeah. yeah right now, I'm to contemporary times, bring the, to bring the Negro League up to this time, the Kansas City Royals, who won, won the world championship, they played Negro League ball. Even they noted it down in Kansas City. A lot of people don't know that uh, Negro League started night baseball. They started hit and runs. They started suicide squeezes and safety squeezes. They started double steals. They played that way. They played with their brains because the white players are much bigger than them. And so when they started playing, you know, for the most part, I mean, so when they played them, they just outsmarted them and they beat out Babe Ruth and all those teams consistently. The Negro yep, League ball yep. was what won was what won that championship for the Kansas City Royals this, uh, in 2015. Oh yeah, and you know I what else? You. They used to have a game that they played against the Negro League every year. Uh, the the, yep. uh, the National Baseball League, Major Baseball League, they played the Negro League and they would lose every year because <laughs> yeah, they, they had they a couple of games at the Comiskey Park. Hey, it's right. one more other thing I want to touch on. Now, here's the thing with the with the local politics here. Um, the media outlets, okay, they're all, how come the media outlets always kissing the mayor's uh, asses, the, the mayor's butts? They, they traditionally, even um, uh, Richard Daly, Richard Michael Daly, he was, they was kissing his butt every, whether it was five, seven, uh, Fox, all of them, they kissed. They kissed that pinky, and for the life of me, I couldn't I couldn't understand why. Um, well, why are you doing that? You know, because you're supposed to be fighting for the people. You're supposed to be putting the news out there, and they have ass doing it. And you know what? I'm about to write a uh, Washington D.C. Uh, the Washington Post and the New York Times, and talk about their local news media here and the scandal that they involved in. They involved in this scandal. With um, with this uh, with this with this kid in this video they want to show tomorrow, they involved in that. Now all of a sudden, because of the movie, my belief is because of this movie, and because of the pressure that they're getting, they went ahead and charged this guy. This guy should have been charged last year. Um, Absolutely. So how can you yeah. shoot somebody sixteen well, what, times? Well, you the know, video was actually so, out. The video was out. You know, that's it, not that's it, not the first time, Carl. That they yeah, this, this is not, this is the second time in twenty thirteen that was another man in Chicago shot shot sixteen times that didn't even get all exactly. this play. Yeah, this guy right. named uh, uh Geraldo Sierra. I put it on my Facebook page. Right. I just put the story, I just reposted it. A lot of people forgot about okay. that. He was also shot sixteen times because they claimed they thought his cell phone was a gun. This one officer yeah, and he had just killed another guy two two or three weeks earlier than that. So he had two well, two bad that. shoots in a three weeks uh three week span, he killed two people. And he was never charged. He didn't lose his job, but he was never charged. And they gave the family $4.1 million. They've been very quiet since then. And they got and, uh, Anita Alvarez, uh, uh, Rahm Emanuel, and uh, uh, Chief McCarthy all know about this case. And no one, right. he was, that man has never been charged to this day. Right. And you know what? And our media, see, and I blame our media outlets because yep. they should have been pushing that to the forefront. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, media yeah. outlets have been pushing it to the forefront, saying, "Hey, this happened here. You know, why are you being biased here in, in, the, in this town?" And that's what that's what exactly what I'm talking about, man. And now they give Ronnie Manuel. They don't even notice 
like when they asking questions, they uh, they ask soft questions. They don't ask the Always. hard stuff. Right. No, so elementary that's part questions, of the, um, Yeah. So that's part of the garbage. No. Hey man, thanks a lot for having me, man. I appreciate you guys. And y'all keep it I, up. Yeah. And have a good one. And Thank you know that lady, I, I would like to that that mysterious caller. She was good. <laughs> yes, she was. Absolutely. Yeah, she unapologetically black liberal. Yeah. Okay, Thank basically. You, that, yeah. Okay, you want yeah, me to do that? Not keep you want to wait. Yeah, we we no. we're gonna take a break. Go ahead, bro, Carl, thanks. Okay. Thanks a lot, brother Carl. I appreciate you calling okay. in, man. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate right it, man. Okay. Thanks, Dan. All right, now. Okay, you need it, brother. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 take let's take we'll we'll take a uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll 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 explain that uh, to anonymous, and we will. Uh, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask you personally about about the Chirac fiasco that's the most recent. And a couple of uh-huh. more uh, little questions before we close about make closing statements. So, uh, y'all just hang in there, and we'll be coming right back. Okay.
The gun he held got him expelled. He will never return, for he has earned street recognition for putting ammunition into so many others, hurting so many mothers with the gun he found just laying around. Now the table has turned, because his mother just learned her son lay dead from a bullet to his head. Carrying a gun doesn't make you number one. A finger on a trigger doesn't make you any bigger. While you squeeze and fire, let another child lay dead. Some say with nerve, justice was served. He got what he deserved. While a mother and or father cry tears that flow like water, then tomorrow someone's daughter becomes a victim to the slaughter. As we bury our young, those knowing turn and run, not wanting to snitch and tell who fired the gun. Red light cameras have a perfect view. Over the line, the ticket mailed to you. Blue light cameras on poles everywhere. Do they even function or are they just up there? We call on politicians and the leaders of religions to start up a petition to pray for intervention and hold to the conviction. There is a resolution to give us the solution to save this generation from a plague of destruction, this violent eruption of not living life, just ending someone's life. Give them a voice to tell why they make this choice. Let their story be told about being so cold. Let them talk about their pain so that we may gain an understanding why so many had to die. And understanding why they think if someone dies, it will exterminate the lives of the colors they despise, which in truth is a disguise. It's a symbol worn for lack because no one had their back. We've got to attack this name Chirac. It's time to take this city back. We've got to attack this name Chirac. It's time to take our city back. Take it back. And we are back, and that uh, poetry there was from our South Shore High School alumni poet laureate, Sister Deborah Allison. Sister Deborah Allison. Brother Dan, are you still with me? Oh, yeah, I'm right here. All right. I guess we can go into... Yeah, it, that was beautiful. She, uh, We graduated together, and I decided I was going to play it on every show and, and just, well, I'm going to play it often in every every show of mine because it's a word that uh, can't be said too much, and it's, it is a powerful, powerful uh, choice of words, great poetry. You were about to go into the unapologetically black liberal for uh, Sister Anonymous. Yeah, yeah, for Anonymous. Uh, basically, that was more or less a slap at the conservative turn that many people seem to be uh, seem to be taking in this country, uh, primarily, uh, I, I, well, first of all, I don't, I really don't care much for these so-called conservatives that they that, that trumpet their um, their positions all over the media, Fox News, and you know they've just about taken over the entire corporate media. I think they're a bunch of bullies. I think they're some cowards, and they are browbeating everyone else into submission with this whole. Uh, everything for the top, nothing for the bottom system that they seem to be uh, uh, getting away with doing, the trickle-down economics, if you will. We also have uh, a lot of black conservatives that uh, seem to have uh, taken, up this, taken up this flag. And I say unapologetically black because for some reason liberal has become a bad word, and I just wanted to fight. I just wanted to push back on that. So this is the best way I could do in a title to push back on that because I don't give a damn how much they dislike the word liberal, and 
I don't care whether the, the, the conservative is black or white. If they don't like the word liberal, they can all kiss my unapologetically back behind. <laughs> now, that's my take on unapologetic black liberal. I hear you, Brother Dan. <laughs> Look here. Uh, I, I had talked about this on the show earlier, about this whole Chirac fiasco, which I, I just think was, me, me personally, was probably just, just so ridiculous and so just, just tapping on people's sensitivity so, so much when there's so many more important things going on, man. What, what, what is your take on that? Did you have a problem with, with that title? Do you have a problem with Spike Lee's satire? Uh, do you even give a damn? Does it even matter to you? I think it's one of the most ridiculous. It, it's just a waste of me, a waste of time, a waste of effort. Uh, to me, it's like, Say a truck ran into your car and totaled it and injured you. You land up in the hospital, but you don't get mad at the truck. You get mad at the tires that, that was on the truck. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, how do you get yeah. mad at, at 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 the conditions that created a name way before this movie ever thought about? I mean, they used to call this Barut, Barut on the Lake, if you recall. I mean, Chicago's had a lot of nicknames. You know, uh, crime capital of the world and all that. Now, all of a sudden, it's an issue because a black man is going to make some money off of some negative marketing. Well, if you don't Thank like you. it, change change the condition. That's all I can say about that. All of you, uh-oh, my phone's about to go out. I don't know what that beeping was. I got a little battery on my phone, man. I'm going to lose you. You need me to uh, call on another number? Yeah. Uh, I'm hold here. on. Let me grab. Let me grab another headset. Another handset. Okay. I was wondering what that beeping was. I thought that was you. Oh hell, wrong one. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Take your time, brother. No problem. No problem. You, you are hold yeah, on. This is this is just uh this is the way the okay, game goes sometimes, you know. Yeah. But okay, and, I'm back. And, and, okay. Okay, I got another cool? headset. Can okay. you hear me? Oh yeah, I can hear you loud and quick. Okay. Yeah, I had to grab another headset. This one was dying on me. I'm hearing all this beeping. I'm but looking I, all around because I'm in, I'm in my office and there's so much electronics in here. I don't know what the hell was, what the hell it was. But I, I agree with you, man. I, I I was really taken aback. And I, I had one cousin who I was you know rather close to that uh, we were just having a debate. And I got to tell people, look, if, you, if if you're going to debate me, you got to be if you can dish it out, you got to be able to take it because when I debate, you know, I mean, that's it's, it's like two boxes sparring. I mean, you're not. You know, you know, you in that boxing. You go on, you know, and then when you're done, you go to your corners, and you, and, and it's all good. So, yeah. you know, I had people, you know, stop speaking to me. You know, just c- couldn't take it. So, I just say, you know, <laughs> you. Well, whatever. You know, just just don't debate me if you can't handle it. Don't debate it. You know. Man, I can't so. count the number of times I've been excommunicated. <laughs> <laughs> we have a. I'm not uh, lose not a I get we'll, Hell no, hell no. I mean, that's, that's when I debate, yep. I can take, I can take a punch, but I can dish it out too. And, and, and you better bring it. If, if you don't know what to talk about, I'm going to expose you. But uh, yeah, we're going to hold it up a little bit. And, I said, we're going to hold it up a little bit before we close out. We do have another caller uh, coming up. Go ahead. What, yeah, what you going to say then? We're going to call her. Oh, no, I was just saying that, uh, you know, some people, all they want to do is insult rather than deal with facts. You know, my thing is uh, facts, not opinions. Okay, we all have opinions. And we should, uh, facts are universal. We all have the same facts, whether some people acknowledge them or not. A lot of people want to give their opinions yeah. and what they feel and what they think, 
But if it's not backed up by fact, you know, it's, it's just it's just air. And I don't have time for that. That's all I was going to say. Well, some people some people like to uh, claim a belief system as being fact, and a belief is simply that a belief. A belief is not knowledge. Uh, people don't make it exactly. that. We're going to bring this caller on from the last four digits of 0282. Caller, are you with us? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I um, I just heard one of your hosts uh, detailing his rationales for being an unapologetic black liberal and his antipathy for conservatives of any color. And uh, in response, I'd like to state that I am a black man. I am a constitutional conservative. And my rationales are that I believe in the United States Constitution, the rule of law derived from that Constitution, the scientific method, transcendently, universally, morally objective truth, liberty, the inalienable rights of man is derived from the Declaration of Independence, the uh, inspirational history of my ancestors, and I reject dialectical materialism, racial identity politics, Marxism, socialism, and the cultural depravity Mm -hmm. engendered by progressivism. And that gives you an idea of where I'm coming from. And if you wish to ask me why I believe what I believe, (laughs) maybe you don't, or if you wish to challenge me in any way, shape, form, or fashion, I stand here open to your initiatives. Actually, you know, I've heard that line before. Um, First of all, the Constitution was not basically written. We weren't even citizens when all that stuff was written. So, you know, you want to stand for that, that's on you. That's not true. You know. You know, that's on you. You know, I don't have a problem with that. You can say it, but it's not My thing is, let me finish, sir. My thing is that I'm talking about today's conservatives. Today's conservatives. That's basically where most of my antipathy is pointed at. Today's conservatives are some of the most hateful people that I have ever encountered in my 65 years of being on this planet. Now, back in the day, you know, that was the place of conservatism. Eisenhower was one of the most reasonable people you'll ever meet. Even Bush 1 was reasonable. This group that you have out there now are completely insane. These are the people I'm referring to. I'm talking about the Donald Trumps and the Ben Carsons out there. They are nuts. Anyway, you can you, – obviously, you're much more educated than I am because I barely made it out of high school. But these are my, these are my opinions based on what I've observed, observed and heard from these people. That's basically what I'm talking about. They are just openly hostile to us as a people. Uh, they do not miss a chance to, uh, to to step on those on the lower rungs of the economic uh, sk- on the, uh, the economic ladder, and that's where I am on that. So, well, sir, if you I call it a challenge, you can do what to do with it. Well, sir, I don't accept that at all. Uh, I have many well, problems with Donald Trump. I have many many problems with Donald Trump. I do not believe he is conservative. I don't even believe he's Republican. Uh, uh, um, ben Carson, I have increasingly. Uh, see, it's problematic as well. I'm not uh, 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 unilaterally in support of either of those men. But uh, I, when it comes to uh, near insanity and uh, uh, utterly irrational, illogical positions, and by the way, I am a high school GED. Uh, I went to college for three months. I'm almost completely self-educated and, my, and my, got most of my education being a, Fantastic. a, 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 a soldier it. in the United States Army and a police officer for 28 years. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, that's where I got the, the majority of my education, along with my uh, self-education analysis. I, I don't have a great deal of truck for smarty pants who go to college and who are, in fact, more ignorant than most people I know. But look, uh, uh, my idea of a conservative often doesn't meld with much of this mainstream analysis of conservatism. 
My conservatives come from philosophy and philosophical integrity. And the philosophers who articulated that are the classical philosophers of conservatism. John Locke, uh, David Hume, uh, Edmund Burke, uh, and uh, St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, you know, that's where I get my philosophical lowest from, along with the framers and founders of the United States Constitution and modern-day intellectuals such as Walter Williams, Thomas Sowell, and the like. Uh, this is where Alan Keyes, this is where my conservative comes from. I don't know what people come from who simply adopt a polemical position and then declare themselves to be conservatives when, in fact, they have no track record of saying. So you're going to have to okay, ask me what the issue is, this. how the it. issue is defined, then I will be able to tell you whether or not that fits my idea of a constitutional conservative. And have you know, I'm not a Republican. The modern-day Republican Party is cowardly, feckless, ineffectual. I don't, I, they've totally abandoned the principles upon which they were founded, which was out of the ashes of the Whig Party to be in opposition to slavery, and they were for liberty as a general principle. They've totally abandoned that. Now they're about political power. So I have no truck with them either, although I will reluctantly ally myself with them. The Democrats are utterly hopeless. They're absolutely corrupt, depraved, immoral, anti-American, anti-constitutional. Oh, there no. is absolutely no hope for them whatsoever in any shape or form. Oh, and I no. absolutely eschew, abjure, and reject them. But at least I see a possibility of redemption with the Republican Party, even though, again, <laughs> I'm not crazy about them either. Oh, come so on. Again, this I am a conservative. I'm I'm a okay, good, good for you. I'm happy. I'm happy about your hardcore conservatism, but it bears no resemblance of what we're dealing with now. I'm talking about the forces that we're dealing with now have been taken over by the corporations. These are the conservatives I concern well, myself with. They're not conservatives. With. They're fascists. Sir, okay, this that is. Excuse me, crony capitalist fascism and conservative free market conservatism. Sir, you got to take a breath and allow me to talk a little bit. But this, this, okay. this is nothing. This is, and I, and I, Do you I, mind? You know, I know. I know I, now let me let me say this real quick, Danny. I know who this is. I used to really enjoy this brother's uh, conversation with Celine. Oh, he's he's uh, entertaining as hell. <laughs> yeah, no, but I used to, but I enjoyed the dialogue. I enjoyed uh, every time the brother called called in. Let uh, name starts with an L. I don't know if you want to say, say it, but I, <laughs> well, I you uh, remember me then, all right? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I appreciate it. Brother Celine is. Is my I I, I like Celine. No they problem are, with uh, a principal interlocutor. Don't have time for philosophy right now. I'm dealing with reality ahead, right man. now. And reality ahead. right now, ahead, the ones that are masquerading as conservatives are the ones that are doing us a job right now. That is my my take on this. I'm not talking about you know what used to be in the Whig Party and all that. We both know that 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 party is long gone. We know this. Yeah, well, so they I don't even, you know we talk about that the all day Republican long. The Republican Party came as a result of the Whig Party. I understand and they that, were, sir. They were for liberty once upon a time. I know this. I mean, don't just because I'm not as smooth as you are. Don't don't take don't don't take me that for ignorance. I understand all that. I never said you were ignorant, sir. No, I'm just saying. But you seem to be kind of you know condescending just a tad. You know, I understand no, what it came no, from. No, not a bit. Believe me, not a bit. Okay. But I, I have. I don't presume. I take, my you take know, on sir. being an unapologetical black liberal is in response to the current state of the of what they call conservatives. I don't want to insult you by calling them conservatives. What they call conservatives. So that is why I call myself that. Uh, well, and that's, again, sir, that's my I, position. All right, fine. I understand what you're saying. But again, I, I look. I look. For me, uh, I'm not in a cult of personality. I'm in a principle. You know, I, okay, I'm not that's fine. Cult, you know, cult of personality is something Marxists 
and progressives tend to do, like they are with Obama. No matter what this creature does, they're all for him no matter what because they're in a cult of personality like people are with Mao and Stalin and Castro and all this other nonsense. That's not me. I'll abjure anybody in a heartbeat if they go against what I see as principle because it's more important to me. It's like the Constitution. Now, for instance, now I know you may not like it very much, but I happen to like it very, 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 very much. Ted Cruz is my idea pretty much I think he's 90% disgusting. or so a principle conservative with one exception. That man has no principles. With one exception. And, and it's disgusting. Is and this is why I understand. Of... But I'm going to explain to you why, even though no, I, I don't like have time Ted for that Cruz. one right now. But we maybe, all right, all right. But I'm going to explain to you why principle is more important to me than individuals. No, that's because to you. Ted Cruz is running for president <laughs> of the United States. He is not oh, he's running. He's running for president. Under K- K- Article K- K- is what he's running for. Section 1, Clause 5 of the United States Constitution, he's not a national well, citizen. He cannot be. He never can be. I in that sense, you know, even though I like him in almost every sense, he is not qualified to be president of the United States any more than that usurper in the White House is. Neither that of them was, is. That's that, that 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 not ignorant, but I can't get into that right now. Okay, let, well, let, I just explained, sir, and I'd be happy to explain to you why I just said what I said. I have a solid no, I, I don't have constitutional for this, for this bullshit, and philosophical uh, platform upon which to base that conclusion. I didn't just pull it out of the blue. didn't just come yeah, out of the Yeah, blue. I think you pull it out of something, and you oh, got to no, sit on it. No, sir. Oh, no, sir. Yes, sir. I don't yes, think you want to hear it either. I have time for that. I don't have time for this. Think, man, I think right now man, you are prepared to arbitrarily I'm not going there with you right now. I just don't have the time. Oh, hold on, hold on. Brother Dan, I, I, I put Brother L on mute. Brother Dan, you want to go ahead and respond? No, I'm just saying that uh, if, if Cruz is, is his, his idea of this philosophical conservative, he can keep all that. I mean, he just negated everything he said when he, when he put Ted Cruz's name out front. That man is one of the most disgusting people that I have ever encountered in politics. And I really don't give a I damn agree. what he thinks about him. I've, I'm on the opposite end. And nothing that he could possibly say or do uh, in his defense, is going to change that until I see some changes in Cruz. Cruz is pathetic. That's just me. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to let Brother L get the last word. Then we'll go on to uh, then we'll move on. So, uh, oops. All right. Brother well, L, I that because take the quick last word. Oh yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, look, I, I look, sir. I do not seek agreement. Uh, that's not necessary for me. I'm not a fascist. I don't require people to agree with me. I seek clarity, and you have made yourself clear. You will have utter antipathy for Ted Cruz. You don't like him one little bit. That's absolutely your prerogative to do so. I happen to like him intellectually. He's not qualified to be president of the United States under the Constitution because he doesn't meet, he doesn't meet the requirements of Article 2, Section 1, Clause 5, has a natural-born citizen. So, therefore, I will not support him. Now, you've made your position on Ted Cruz clear. Now, I happen to despise that usurper pathologically liar in the White House who's an absolute hoax and fraud in every sense of the word. No, that's not who true, brother. Who is depraved, who is utterly corrupt, brother who is the worst brother president L. in the history Thanks of the United calling. States. And I'm going to have to cut it short. Man, I, I, is nuts, I, man. I'm not going there with you. I me. mean, let's, well, I, I'm trying to. I'm hey, come on. And I, the worst I, president in the history. That's hilarious. He needs to look up the word usurper. He really does. He should look up that word on his intellectual pursuits. Because he was duly elected twice, wide margin, so that doesn't fit the definition of a usurper. But that's another thing altogether. I'm not even going there with that with that man. Well, I gave, I gave him a chance to make his points, and uh, I mean, that's, I think in, he comes in, out with all that over two years. Yes. In, 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 in the three years of doing this show, I think that's the first time I've ever had to do that. But 
you know, you got to you, you can't just start drawing uh, dots in the in, in the in the in the dark. Uh, but anyway, uh, let's see. I think. Hold on a second. I think but we'll let Brother Carl get one last word in. Then we'll, then we'll start closing. You got a, you got a few minutes, Brother Dan. All right, I hang on for a minute. Okay. Uh, one second. Brother Crowder, do you want to make a last closing statement? Yes, I wanted to say something. As that caller just called in, you know, I noticed that a lot of the black guys that call themselves conservative, they grew up in an environment with a bunch of um, white boys, white guys, and white, you know, white people. And then they call themselves conservative because they don't want, they call themselves conservative because they don't want to shame those white folks for them believing if they came over to the democratic or whatever you or whatever you want to call yourself. So I noticed because I got a couple of friends, they live in Denver, off in the mountains, and they brothers and they call themselves uh conservatives. You know, and then I noticed that's the trend that's going around in the you know, with brothers. You know, you're conservative. You're conservative but your mama She's a, a southern woman that looks like as your mom on the pancake box, you know. So not mm-hmm. to be, a, 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 you know, uh, try to hurt nobody's feelings, but, you know, the conservative brothers, it's a, it's a no-no here in our society. And, you know, I just wanted to rebook on that, man. There's, you know, Ted Cruz, absolutely not. I'm I'm with you, man, man. So I had to, I had to catch that call. And share that. Yeah, we can just flush that. Most conservative there are in those regions. Yeah, we can flush that. They don't have a clue. But thanks a lot, Brother Carl. We're going to let the sister anonymous say the last word, then we're we're going to close it on out, man. Thanks a lot for coming back in. All right. All right. Whoops. Whoops. Oh, shit. Hold on. Let me see. Let me go. Okay, sister anonymous, you want to make a. yeah, I'm here. You know what? Yeah, I was just about to hang up, but then Sarge <laughs> came on. And and let me say this. Let me say this, and this is strictly didactic. I, you know, it's not. I'm not judging him, but I think I can paint a picture of him for you. And, and I don't have a dog in this fight. I, I want you to know, but I just want you to understand what you're doing with. Now, he is what we call a soilite. He uses Thomas Soil talking points. Yes. It's extremely rehearsed in his rhetoric. He is biracial. He is a retired police officer. He worships Ronald Reagan. He has a portrait of him in his living room. So, That's scary. Isn't it? Isn't it? But, <laughs> yes, it is. But, hey, that is but, hey, scary. It takes all kinds. It takes all kinds. Now, he is a self-appointed, independent, forensic researcher on the murders of black men in this inner city at the hands of police officers. And he always, did I say always, he always finds that the police officer was correct. And he he likes to use this term. It was a clean kill, as though it was a bison or a goddamn buffalo or something. I'm yeah, saying, like he's on a t- television, yep. Right. Sarge, you need a, a couple of tablespoonfuls of hemlock. Please, sir. Please, sir. Drink, drink the poison. You need it. 
that man. I could have said it better myself. Couldn't said it better myself. That man has issues. Thanks, 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 thanks for coming back on. We appreciate you and hope you call back again. Oh yeah, anytime. That. All right now. All right, brother Dan. I guess I'll. I guess we'll. I'll go in and make my, my closing statement is real quick. All I want to say, and then you can close it out. All I want to say is that Anita Alvarez, state attorney, Mary Manuel, Mayor of Chicago, that police chief Jerry McCarthy, all must go. They but the must question, go. The big question is, is, will they go? We have the power yes. if we decide to use it. If we can tamp down some of this, uh, let's see, what's the word I'm looking for? Complicity in our own neighborhoods that, that go along with uh, the things that they're that they're pushing. I mean, we got just too many people among us that uh, either they're apathetic, ignorant, or they like things the way they are. And that's uh, the th- that's three things we were faced with that we're going to have to overcome in order to start making political progress in the city of Chicago. Yep, and we got to stop depending on Jesus. Do what I well, I was going to leave that alone, but I ain't going to argue with that either. Hey, I got to throw it out there. Truth, 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 truth is a mother. It really is. Truth hurts, but the truth will set you free if you want to yep. know what it is. Yep. All right, Brother Dan, it's been a great show. Hey, man, it's uh, been a blast. And uh, oh, yeah. great callers, great conversation. And, uh, man, you take care. Have a nice holiday. I'm not into uh you know, I'll just say have a nice, nice days off on into the Thanksgiving or the Taken holidays at all. But if anybody yeah. else did, I'm going I'll to the airport. I'm things. going to the airport tonight. <laughs> I'm going to the oh, airport tonight to pick up the tip. Yep, got some people coming in. I hear you. Okay, well, you be safe, brother, and you take care. And right, uh, we'll be keeping in touch. And of course, we'll be changing text and uh, Facebook and whatever else, brother. You take care now. Peace. All right, have a good one. All right, and in the name of whomever or whatever for spiritual power. And good night.
Everyday People, Global Internet Radio Network.